What's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of Puncher Knowledge. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about ways that you can be making money staying at home. Whether you're home because of COVID-19 and you're out of work, or you're just at home because you can work from home. It doesn't matter the cause. We're all here to help one another out. And in today's episode, I really want to share some insights, some new, some old, some that you may have already known, but you still don't know where to start. I'm going to talk about 26 different ideas in where you could help people out and or help yourself out in learning and how to building a business. So stay tuned. Let's listen in and find out what those 26 different business ideas are. All right, guys. Well, thanks for uh, tuning in and listening. This is Sunday, April 26th. I'm your host, Aaron Tabasum. We're here at Punch Your Knowledge here today. We're going to go over 26 different business ideas. I do want you to keep in mind that some of these business ideas are are unfortunately not going to be those that you can really do during COVID. Um, I'm going to actually, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go over the 26 list that I've actually already, um, you know, done research on, created while I was looking at a business years ago and so forth in, in ways that I actually help myself make money during tough times. And hopefully that insight actually helps you guys. And, um, you know, if you guys, if anyone that's listening in does have any other business ideas that I didn't think of, would like for them, for me to share them, feel free to always use that hashtag punch your knowledge uh, amongst any social media platform and I'll report, respond back to you and as well as add it to my next podcast. So without further ado, let's get right into it. All right, guys. So just like I said, let's get into it. So 26 different businesses, right? In no particular order or not, neither does it mean that one business is better than the other. It's all based on each individual's particular expertise, maybe something you enjoy, and maybe something you've always wanted to do. And for others, it may just be that you have the resources and tools to do it, okay? Um, A good one is blogging, okay? It's not a new concept. A lot of people have done it. You can monetize well with blogging. Um, and it'll cost nothing to you. Now, there's tons of options that you can do to make money from the actual blogging aspect, okay? You could do like affiliated marketing, you can do, uh, you can produce kind of eBooks, you can offer online courses, uh, you can show off webinars, uh, you can build a great following on Instagram or Facebook and Snapchat and then get paid to just basically post pictures and videos where they can advertise uh, using your actual platform that you've created. Secondly, you can also do is you can do YouTube. Uh, once once you get to a point where you're making these courses and or eBooks, or you wanna make a vlog, another good way to make income is through YouTube. <clears throat> Just so um, you know, I don't bore everyone here. And because there's a lot, uh, especially with 26, that's a lot to go through. And some of them are not going to be COVID friendly. What I'm going to do is I'm going to run through some quick ones. Um, A couple that you guys can do um, that after post-COVID-19, let's call it, uh, would be in-home childcare uh, and or in-home dog care. Uh, A lot of people for childcare, especially, are going to have to go back to work and or who have lost jobs and won't be able to go back to their previous position and might have to go to an opportunity or a job that's going to not fit their particular schedule right now would be a great time for you to actually start building up the brand itself, start advertising, start getting your name in the community out there and basically being involved in any way you can so that when when things do go back to normal, people will trust you with their child. The parent never wants to know if their child's going to be safe, right? They never want to give, um, you know, ironically someone to a stranger, even though, 
you know, when you do go to in-home childcare, the first interaction is a stranger. You want to you want to make them feel as comfortable as possible. Uh, same with in-home dog care. Again, another quick one that we can touch on is that people are going to need, especially the anxiety that dogs are going to have post-COVID-19 after being so used to having their homeowners around day in, day out. Um, what, what would be a good opportunity would be for you to, again, help a community get your name out there so that when they do go back to work, those individuals can uh, use your services as a means of taking care of their dog. Um, other On the same note of um, in-home dog care, we can talk about pet services. Um, these are, again, something small as like, you know, taking someone's pet to the vet, someone so help someone groom their pet, take walks out for the dog, those kinds of things. Um, and you'll be surprised that a lot of people won't have opportunities specifically for that when they go back to work. And some specifically because they're going to have to catch up on bills. So they're not going to want to, as much as time they're going to want to put into taking care of their pets, going to be hard to juggle between both. Uh, another quick one, dog training. Uh, this one, you know, it's difficult if you've never owned a dog or know how to train a dog. But for those that do have a passion in training their dog or have made their dog go from, you know, uh, be obedient. So why not take that opportunity and use that skill set? Uh, again, brand yourself today so that when things do go back to normal, you can be the first choice for someone who's looking to train their dog or someone who's been lonely at this time. Realize that they want to purchase a dog can use your services in that essence. Um, another quick one that we'll go through as well would be um, someone who's basically driving Uber or any sort of ride sharing services, those kinds of things. You know, not a lot of people are taking those kinds of um, activities today or, or those kinds of rides as most people are home. So there's no need for that. Home organization, that's something around the lines like of having like a maid service. Again, something a lot of people don't have that uh, trust in dropping people in to their house or letting people come into their house so that they can do cleaning. Same goes for office cleaning. It's kind of weird uh, situation. Um, in our office where I'm at, we have already a cleaning company, but they have to get their temperature checked and everything else, um, ensure that they're sterile before entering the building. So there are extra protocols. So for you to go out today and knock on the door of business and say, hey, I want to clean your office, might not be the best option and or a house. So again, another opportunity that you can look at, um, that you could start preparing for today to be ready post-COVID. Uh, last one that I'll quickly run through would be event planning. Again, not a lot of people are doing events, but because so many weddings are going to be postponed, so many birthday parties, so many people are going to do big bashes, um, you know, just having that freedom open up of travel and everything else in between, it'd be a great time to use your friends and your networks today and your family and everyone to just get your name out there. Again, going back to helping out community so people know who you are. So when they are ready to host some sort of party, you know, let's call it a post-COVID celebration, uh, they would want to think about you to host that party for them. <clears throat> now, given that the circumstances of kids not being going to, not being able to go to school, and here in Ontario, uh, in, in Ontario, Canada, I should say, for those that are international listeners, um, schools are closed till end of May. That doesn't mean that a lot of schools, specifically in post-secondary, uh, who are still open but doing online, don't need the assistance that they unfortunately cannot get that they previously could at school. Okay, The means of learning have changed. We've, we've adapted this new online world and, and we're trying to accelerate the... Um, ad actually, I should say the adaptation of it and we're accelerating it specifically because it was never around. It was not implemented really strongly. Now that it's, you know 
gone from zero to 100, there is no other option for everyone. So on that note, if you're someone who's good at either writing or editing, uh, this would be a great opportunity for you to, again, you know, make Facebook ad, uh, ads where you can do it for free, just doing a page on Facebook or Instagram, posting a picture, and just basically allowing your network to reach out to you. And, you know, you could do the same of just asking friends or family if they need assistance to pay you for you to write, you know, I'm not saying to do people's homeworks, don't take this in the wrong way, but if somebody who maybe not have, Eng- who doesn't have English as a strong point in the language, or you know, is writing an essay but needs someone to overlook it and you have those abilities of catching those minor mistakes grammatically, why not? Why not take that opportunity and build a business out of that? Today, you might be helping your friends. Your friends are going to refer you to their friends and their friends are going to refer you, you refer you, refer you. Eventually, you can be, you know, in plain terms, a self-sustained business where you can be making money just looking at people's uh, work. And if that's a difficult aspect as time goes on, it's not hard to hire a student, again, who's looking for money and part-time work to do the job for you and you to take the smaller cut of the pie. You, if you grow up even bigger, it's not hard because it's everything's so digital. You could use email, you can use drives, you can use well, drives is in cloud storage and such. Uh, you know, there's other, there's so many means of getting your information transported from one computer to another. And, and since we're so mobile these days, it's not hard to even, you know, uh, expedite your services to an international language. Whether you speak a different language and are fluent in it, or have friends or family who are in other countries today who are also struggling and would like to cap on to a job idea that you have, it's not hard to partner with two different people and now combine your networks where you guys can both make income going through the essence of editing people's work. Right now would also be a great time to do resume building, okay? Again, another strong individual who knows how to build resumes and knows about the keywords, the, how to, how to uh, angle your description, how to cater it specifically to an industry, to a job, to a position. Now is a great time because a lot of people who are unemployed, who are either laid off or are working from home, are looking at this and saying, well, hey, thanks to COVID, I now have the opportunity in progressing my career in the direction I want to go. Why not take that opportunity and and tackle those individuals who don't know where to start, who have worked at a company for 20, 30 years, never needed to build a resume, don't know where to start, maybe don't have friends or family, maybe don't have kids, maybe just don't have that professionalism that they're looking for and you offer it. Again, not a hard way to, to start that business today and start gaining that clientele and building those resumes. No one's asking you to charge $100, you know, but... I'm pretty sure if you charge $10, $5 just to build someone's resume, they're providing the information and you just have to input and edit it like a template because people don't really know how to take use of templates and you're really, you know, creative. Why not? If you multiply, if you do the mathematics, if it costs you nothing and you're just getting referrals from friends and family and helping them out and they're paying you 10 bucks, you know, 10 people, that's $100. If you can manage to do 10 people in an hour, you just made $100 in one hour doing pretty much nothing at all and just copying and pasting copying and pasting now that doesn't mean that all your work's going to be that but again you know let's talk about simplicity and let's talk about the fact that we overcomplicate things when things can be so simple are you a great artist have you thought about logo image design some sort of graphic design there's a lot of you know futurepreneurs out there who are looking to start their business and now have their opportunity to do it with all the time and you know, funds that they're getting so they don't have to worry about, you know, going out and working and working, you know, 10, 12 hours a day. They have time to build their brand. Why not reach out to them? 
you, everyone has a friend or family member that's going to be starting a business or you know that's starting a business or look online on Facebook groups or Instagram. You know, there's so many means. Just go on Google and you'll find people on Reddit who are asking advice. Tackle those people. Those are prospects you can go out and say, hey, look, I do this. I do graphic designing. I do logos. I am an expert at logo making. I did it for my previous company. Or, hey, I have a passion and a hobby of drawing random logos. Do you want it? You can also draw it and then go to a logo designer website and submit your, um, your, your logo and they will buy it off of you just so that they can resell it because they have all the client, client base. They have, there's no harm for them to pay you for your hard work. There's no harm for you to make money off of it. The only difference is, is that you're not going to get that added credit, which is fine. And the company didn't have to pay their, their artists to make something you know, an hourly wage plus, you know, benefits plus this plus that yada, 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 where they have to increase expenses. Since so many people have been home and they've brought out inner um, dreams or hobbies, I should say, like someone who didn't want to previously have a passion of cooking now has had the opportunity to experiment cooking is actually starting to enjoy more than they thought they would have. They're saying that goes to people who are keeping themselves busy by making jewelry and creative items. In that regard, that's another business that you could potentially build and make money and profit off of. Given if you have all these creative materials at home and you want to make necklaces, whether you're using those funds to maybe help, you know, in today's times, the charities, the food bank donations, um, you know, people who are homeless or need shelter, whatever the case may be, or you're doing it for profit on your own, there's no judgment. Everyone needs to be able to keep a roof over their head and food on the table. That's up to you, but you can easily take that creative creative mind you have, take the creative materials that you have at home or the art materials at home and, and do something with it. If you have good hands and you can make necklaces, like I said, bracelets, you can make, I don't know, earrings, you can make other forms of jewelry. Maybe you're great at making calendars, maybe to-do lists, like digital art and such. There's so many means that you can use that creativity and actually enabling yourself on how to be able to essentially sell it back to the consumer. And when you're selling it back to the consumer, you're not only building your brand, but you're also building a relationship. And it goes back to you know, our, our podcast uh, previous one, which was customer acquisition and the lifetime customer, which basically means that you know, if they come back and love your product, they're, they're going to keep coming back and purchasing your products. So... Keep that in mind, okay? You could be an errand runner. There's a lot of people who don't want to go outside today who are scared, who are, you know, have immune systems that are compromised or are in a situation where they just, you know, don't feel comfortable going out. There's lots of reasons this, and, and reasons this to people why they don't want to go out. You could, you could get paid essentially to be an errand runner or, you know, your own courier service if you want to call it. And help out your community and get paid to maybe do a grocery run. Yeah, you may have to wait an hour in line at No Frills, but you're getting paid to stay there and get groceries. You could do it to get someone's mail. You can go to Canada Post. You can get someone's medicine. There's so many means of helping out. If you have a very healthy, uh, um, you know, immune system and, you know, you're not concerned about getting sick and you really want to push back to community, you could even ask senior homes. I can tell you how many of them um, I've personally encountered of speaking with people there who have told me that, you know, even though if the supplies are available, there's no one to go and get the supply for them. 
they have to wait on a, a queue and, 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 and or they have to be on a waiting list or the courier that's providing it cannot get it to them because there's you know X amount of employees wanting to work. Some people want to take time off, so they can only do so much a day. You can get paid by those you know businesses, let's call them, uh, or those care homes that are going to be able to use your services and they're going to be and you're going to be excited to help them out in all in that essence too on that same note of errand boy you can be a jack of all trades if there's someone in your community or or even just posting online that you're helping people out you know again for money we don't do nothing for free these days uh, or anytime i should say if someone needs to fix something small and it's not an electrical job and it's not really a plumbing job, something of just replacing a faucet, it might be an elderly person and they know of you or know you or they're a referral, they might be, they might actually might be inclined to have you come into their house and fix it for them for a brief time. Or they might leave to go do their errands, they might ask you to, to do it for them. Again, another means of getting it fixed for them so that they're not struggling with whatever problem that they may have that's pressing and at the same time, they're not calling someone to be charged an arm and a leg for something so minute in accordance to that company. Um, if, again, you go back to the creativity part, if you're good at digital content, building websites is another good thing. There's a lot of businesses that started out not on, by their prior to COVID, during COVID, and now that they're going to start post-COVID, who are looking at essential designers who are not necessarily going to just make template websites, but someone who's going to take the time and initiative to work with them in building a website without charging, again, an arm and a leg. There are lots of companies that make websites, some templates, some custom, but the price ranges can be astronomical. They can go somewhere as low as $100 up to thousands upon thousands. If you're a new person, you're not going to be the most premium product, but you're also not going to be the cheap product. But there's no harm in you giving up your premium product for a mediocre price and a good way to get your name out. There's something called a 333 rule. I'll touch base on that shortly, but just shortly as in another podcast, but just to give you an idea, you want to give your product for free to three people. You want to give your product for at cost for three people and you want to give your product for half price for three people. Those nine people, if you do if you do if you follow the 333 rule and you do it right, are going to be the power in making your brand from ground zero to being a skyscraper because yes you have to in the beginning you have to they always say oh you know what well, or well before i get into that people always say well why are you going to do that you're going to lose money but the saying goes you gotta you got you gotta have money to make money right so if you don't put money into your own self or your own business why are you going to expect a return on investment if you say well even if we talk about these 26 businesses that are free to do that doesn't necessarily mean that they're free, that the concept of what you're sacrificing is time and time is of the essence, especially in today's world. So you're trading your time to into your own brand, which then your return on investment is money. You're going to make money for that same time that you're going to now invest into them. If you're um, another opportunity would be programming, if you're someone who is a programmer, uh, maybe who has taught themselves programming, maybe, um, you know, has a passion for programming or took it in school, whatever the case is, but you know how to be um, a programmer, well, that's a great, another good opportunity for you. You can either build yourself app and make it go viral. Uh, you can partner up with website developer builders who don't know the programming aspect, but you can help them build websites. You can uh, meet up with marketers 
and help them build their marketing on the back end if they don't understand the actual programming aspect of how it works or the algorithms associated into it. You can also be, as a programmer, teach others to program who have an interest. Or, you know, there's, there's tons that can go on, but another opportunity would be you can easily reach out to smaller businesses who are not e-commerce platform and don't know how to really, um, you know, build an e-commerce platform and, and sell online. So now is a good opportunity for them to move. And as a programmer, you could be able to build that online store for them so that they might not have to pay an arm and a leg to have someone else, a big corporation, operate their store, especially if they don't have the funds to do so. If they're just barely keeping themselves afloat, and when we talked about this in the last episode as well, was you don't want to you don't want to have an expense of ten thousand dollars for a grossing twenty. That's half of it gone. Yeah, you know you have to put into perspective that if they're making twenty thousand, thirty percent is going into rent usually, twenty percent into payroll, ten percent into whatever marketing that they have, ten percent into uh, inventory, or twenty percent I should say into inventory. So all in all, it's usually between ten and twelve percent that a successful business, depending on your industry, should be making take home per month to be justifiable as a successful business. So, you know, if they are going to eat away at the 10% and like maybe 5 to 6% just to have an online platform and continue to pay their bills, they might not be wanting to do that. So you as a program might be able to make some, some side hustle and basically turn around and only eat 1% to 2%. And you could be a one-time gig, it could be a monthly thing, that's up to you. But... If you do well with one business, it's not hard to then move into the second, third, fourth, fifth industry. And, you know, right now would be a great time to accelerate it so that post-COVID, wherever you're employed, you might turn around and say, again, this is, I don't want to do that. I'm good at this programming spot. I'm going to continue this. Or it's self-sustained and you're now making a second revenue stream, which is key. And, you know, we're going to talk about revenue streams in another podcast too, because a lot of people who are complaining about today and with and, and are scared of investments and are scared of about the economy... I'm not saying don't be scared. That's not the point. But I'm trying to say is that all your eggs are in one basket. And I'm just going to leave it at that. And we're going to carry on in the next episode about why I said that and why I said it like this. Okay. So it gives you guys more reasons to tune in. Uh, Another opportunity is music lessons and or tutoring. Now, if you're an individual who has academically excelled in math, maybe in grade 12, it's not hard to help the younger grades. Uh, to progress further in tutoring. And you don't need to meet up with them these days. Everything can be done online. There's multiple ways of connecting with people. There's FaceTime, there's WhatsApp video, there's Google Duo, there's Zoom video conferencing. Um, and the list goes on. Skype, excuse me, and so forth. So take those opportunities. If you're good at music and you know how to play an instrument and you want to teach it and you know how to teach the basics of it, why not? Whether it's guitar, violin, piano, there's a lot of people picking up hobbies because they're so bored. We're going into week seven of this quarantine. A lot of people are going mad in the head because they're crazy that they can't get out. And, and, and it seems like a chore to go out and get groceries or to get them in fresh air. So why not give them an opportunity in learning a hobby um, that will benefit them and relax them in one way or another? And again, you guys get paid for this. So why not take that initiative, right? Um, language teaching and practice. That's another good one that we can touch on, which again, it's all virtual and, and you can, and, or you can even make webinars and seminars, whatever it is. You can meet with the programmers and basically make an app that can teach people how to learn a language. Again, a lot of people are trying to find other means of keeping themselves busy. So why not? Why not teach someone basics, how to read, how to write, how to speak, 
you'll be surprised to know that yes, in Toronto and in the GTA, we're very multicultural. And in most cities across Canada, you know, Montreal, Vancouver, Calgary, Edmonton, Winnipeg, Regina, Saskatoon, they're probably the most multicultural that you're going to find. When you get out of this spectrum, there's a lot of people that, that are not multicultural and they're catering to either English or their native language that they've been speaking, right? If they're, an, if they're a migrant from Europe, they're probably speaking that. They might be interested in learning a different language. Why not take that opportunity in teaching it? Another good big one is virtual assistants. There are still, you know, lawyers and accountants and, you know, small, I'm not talking about like big corporations. I'm talking about medium to small businesses who are taking initiative and continuing to work because they're considered essential. There's manufacturing clients and everything. Now, a lot of the executive team is working from home. But, you know, as a virtual assistant, there are still probably sales coming in. There are probably still people who are trying to reach X, Y, and Z, and they're unable to. Why not reach out and be able to be the individual that's going to handle the scheduling, the bookkeeping, and other administrative tasks that are going to enable that business to continue to run And while they're fixing the routing problem in terms of ensuring that the right person who's working from home or the person that's laid off and another person taking over that job, you can easily for, you know, a reduced cost of what they were paying one person could probably handle all these jobs. And at the same time, you can do it from the comfort of your own home. Um, There's lots of sites that, you know, people can go on right now to apply to be a virtual assistant. So I would highly recommend looking into those if that's something of an interest to you. If maybe you were in the administrative field and you're efficient at it, you know, there are a lot of small accountants who never went to the virtual aspect or had just recently hired um, uh, administrative or never had administrative people. So this would be a great opportunity to snag those um, individuals as being clients of yours so that they can continue to run and be proficient and they're not struggling, you know, trying to gain business, trying to do the business, worried about COVID and so forth. Um, another good one would be if you're a recruiter or have been a recruiter or have great experiences in finding people, um, you could be essentially, uh, you can, I don't even know what we would call these people. I've personally, uh, labeled these guys as essential professional recruiters. If you want to call them, basically what it is, is, is that you're going to, you can connect a person with a particular business who, or it doesn't have to be in business, it could be a product, like let's say someone's online looking for a car and you know they don't want to go through the hassle of going to dealerships or a particular style car and you're good at locating them, whether that's from an auction, whether that's from a website, wherever it's from, you know, you can start a business out of it. And if you're going to ask how, well, you would basically have to build a spider of some kind uh, that's going to be able to go on the internet and look for all these unique items and you would have to then use a different spider to be able to locate people across the world if we were to go across the world, if we were to localize it, look in your local area and find individuals who are looking for those products and connect them. And you can get paid to do so and in multiple ways. You can either create a website where you can get paid based on traffic and advertising so people can come to your website and find what they're looking for. And you can essentially be like, you know, an Expedia of that industry and you can do people, items, you know, so both tangible and intangible items. Or you can go on the essence of, um, you know, connecting with either programmers and, and graphic designers and so forth and, and you know, within your own network. And you guys can build an app that can do this for people. There's, other, there's so many means of doing it. You just need to have the person that has the expertise of locating products and connecting them with, or people I should say, and then connecting them with the business or 
the per, again, product to person or business to person. Just being able to do both sides of the parts, that's all. It's a little bit complicated and it sounds a little confusing, I can imagine. Uh, look it on, look it up, look it up online and see if it's something that might fit for you. Okay. Um, drop shipping. This is a very big area. Um, basically like drop shipping is like people who have subscription based models, whether you are the, whether you're the company that's going to provide the drop shipping or you're going to be the courier to help someone out. Um, both are great ideas. Drop shipping could be something like I don't know, let's talk about shaving cream or let's talk about beard oil. A lot of people are probably growing in their hair and their beard. If you have products or have access to products and people can join your drop shipping, like your, your essential website and be part of a member, because it usually goes by the membership and they would pay a monthly subscription to get it. You can make little packages that you can give out to your members every month that they're subscribed to. And it's random, so they don't know what it is until the month of, or it could be a surprise all the way through, and all your members get the same item. So every month you could do something different. And it, it could be cost-effective items, because some people say, well, why would I give out beard oil? It's expensive, or why would I give out this? Well, argument's sake, let's say you're charging, you know, your client base $15 a month, right? And your product cost, because you're not gonna buy one, two pieces, you generally buy in bulk, if you can slowly ramp this up where you could have maybe a thousand, two thousand, five thousand individuals and you're buying amounts at that, if you're buying quantities at that amount, you will be able to get it at a reduced price of bulk pricing. So let's just assume for argument's sake, all in all, everything's going to cost you with the label, with the packaging, the marketing, the shipping, everything else in between. $10 per product and you're charging 15 well, your take home is five, is five bucks per customer you have right so if you have a thousand customers you're making five thousand dollars just rinsing and washing the system over and over and over and over again and the key word i said there was system guys as long as you have a system don't start reinventing the wheel use the wheel and continue to progress forward with it um gardening and landscaping that would be another good opportunity that's where people um like you know i think i've mentioned this in a couple of times now the grass is still growing outside. The weeds are still growing outside. They're not going to stop because COVID is, is out and about. Uh, so with that in mind, there are people who have allergies or allergens. And, you know, yes, the health is, uh, the, sorry, the earth is a lot healthier now. So there could be more pollen in the air. There could be more bacteria in the air. Who knows? But the point is, is that there are some people that are not going to go out and work. They're either not going to go out and work because they have no care because they're at home. They're unmotivated. So again, they don't want to go do anything. Or they don't find it an importance because for whatever reason, they're still so scared because of mainstream media talking every day, every minute about COVID, 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 COVID. And guys, before, I don't want to, I don't want to burst anyone's opinions and I don't want anyone, I don't want to piss off anyone, but you know, don't always listen to mainstream media and don't always look on the internet and, and go on the first three pages because they're being paid to be there. Try to dig deep and find your own research because there's a lot of things that are being hidden than, than what's being really told to us, you know, <laughs> I always say this, like, never judge a book by its cover. Just because it looks scary doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to be scary. Just because it looks not, like, you know, so easy doesn't mean it's going to be easy. So, you know, there's two sides to a story. Always figure out your side and understand the facts, the evidence, the knowledge, you know, all that kind of stuff. But anyways, not to get sidetracked, but back to basics. So gardening, a lot of people are, are going to need it. A lot of people who are starting projects. There's some people who actually have been gardening but aren't doing a great job because... They've always had people come in, but now some companies are not coming. All sorts of things. It's just that people can't come to your door anymore to advertise so, and or to sell to you. So start you know, picking up the phone, calling people, cold calling them if you want. Post up ads all over your, your social media page again. 
If you want, you know, you can also go online and just post ads on Kijiji, Craigslist, and so forth, and start getting a client base going from it, right? And you can budget it out in essence of what makes it easier for you to be efficient, right? If um, if you don't want to garden, maybe you could start a course, an online course about teaching about gardening. And, and by an online course, I mean, just make YouTube videos. Talk about your own grass and talk about how, you know, you made it healthy and how for people to keep it healthy. Talk about how if grass is dry, what people should do, what kind of fertilizer should people use. If you're an expert at it, take advantage of it. If you don't want to go out and do the work, that's fine. There's other means. Teach people on how to do it and get paid for it. Okay? Um, the last one we're going to touch base on for today would be sewing and alterations. Maybe you have a passion for sewing. Maybe you sewed before. Maybe you've never thought about, you know, selling your product. Well, if you're good at it and or even if you're not the best at it, but you're making unique items, it's not hard to, again, Kijiji, Craigslist, Marketplace. There's so many ways of just promoting it and seeing what the traction's like. If people are buying it and consistently wanting it or, ask, or a lot of people are bidding on it, if you're on eBay or something, why not continue doing it? If you enjoy it, what's stopping you from progressing it? And the more you do it, the better it is for you. And again, if it's something you're passionate about, in any business you choose, if you're passionate, you're excited, you're interested, you're going to be successful, okay? Don't ever say that my passion, when someone asks you, what is your passion? Don't ever say money. Don't ever say time with my family. Because those two is everyone's passion. And I don't want to swear with, you know, with enthusiasm here, but I do want everyone to know that just because you're passionate about money does not make you successful. Just because you want to be successful does not mean you're successful because success is an opinion. For one person, it's having a house. For another, it's being a millionaire. For another, it's having an empire. You need to know what your success is and you need to know what that dollar amount is that's going to make you happy. And you need to know how to get to that dollar amount. Don't be greedy. Don't rip off people. Don't be that, that, that son of a bee that's going to go out there and ruin it for the rest of us. But do things that you love and you enjoy. And you'll do, if you do it with the right passion, you will be successful. And your business will thrive compared to the person next to you who's not doing it the way that they should be. All right, people, that's all the time we have for today. I hope that this was quite educational for a lot of people that didn't recognize some of these um, ideas as businesses. And for those that knew it, I hope that you're amped up to continue on and to start those businesses. And for those that are just listening for the heck of listening, I hope that this is educational to you to the extent that you're going to turn around and do something better for yourself. The main thing that I would love to see people do is to come out of any, whatever it is, pandemic, layoff, firing, economy crash, whatever it is, to come out better, okay? I, I, I'm going to say, I, maybe I've said this before and I'm going to say it again, okay? As long as you're getting a millimeter ahead from the day before and you look at yourself because that's the only enemy you have and that's the only competition you have is a person in that mirror and you're always bettering yourself day by day, you know, it may look like nothing's happening on a daily basis, but on a monthly, yearly basis, you're actually progressing a lot better, Okay? It's better to have smaller victories every day than to have one victory every five years. So remember that. Sit tight. Enjoy your rest of your weekend. And this is me signing off. Have a good night, guys.